At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike and Josh Applebaum on v the Sports Betting Network. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host in Las Vegas, half of your hosting team, the other half across the country on the East Coast and Boston, Josh Applebaum. Josh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pritch. How you doing? Big, big uh, Wednesday here today. I'm excited. It's Adam Birthday. I always get pumped when Adam <laughs> joins us in the studio. We can go through some uh, college football plays, NFL plays. I also think today, Pritch, today's the kind of day where we're starting to learn about the board a little bit more for both pro and college. And I think today's also the kind of day where there are a lot of games that are right on a key number, a three and a half that may go down to three, you know, a six and a half that may go up to seven. I think today's the day where even though we're still, you know, got Thursday night football tomorrow and the weekend still feels far away. It's not that far away. If you put in some work today, I think you can be happy by picking off some good numbers. Mm -hmm. Obviously, MLB races are heating up, Pritch. A big day across the MLB slate. Excited to hit on some baseball games. But real quick before we get into it, Pritch, I just want to congratulate the state right next to mine, Connecticut. The great state of Connecticut. It was announced today that they're going to go live with legal wagering, legal sports betting, starting at Mohegan Sun tomorrow in person. They're going to have mobile up and running probably the first week in October. So, Pritch, I'm surrounded by legal sports betting except my state. <laughs> uh, no. But I always get excited because hey the, the the you know the the tidal waves come and eventually mass will get there but it's great to see connecticut 45 minutes south of me Rich, you may have to come to new england we'll take some trips down to down to connecticut it should be fun oh i'm getting out there uh but how does that make you feel to be surrounded uh, they're like teasing you with it out there in your state they really, Pritch, they really, really are. I mean, uh, again, it's been a year away for the past, you know, four years here at this yeah. point. But I just think the, the the leverage here, I think if you're a Massachusetts lawmaker, uh, we have our Nesson audience, obviously, 
you can go in any direction and the tax dollars are leaving the state. I think it's going to be such a, a situation where uh, do you really want to see everyone leaving and going placing bets in New Hampshire, mm -hmm. Rhode Island, right. Connecticut? Pretty soon, you know, New York is about to be legal here. I think it just applies more pressure to Massachusetts. Hopefully, hopefully seeing all these states legalized makes my state of Massachusetts get closer to legalizing themselves. Well, your state's gearing up for one of the biggest games of the year, Tom Brady, the return of Tom Brady. But some news that could impact this game, Richard Sherman uh, signs a one-year deal with the Bucs. Uh, he's out there practicing right now. Uh, Richard Sherman mentioned to the fact that Tom Brady reached out. Uh, he felt like, okay, look, at this point in my career, he only has a couple of years left, I think, that he wants to play anyway before he retires. Uh, this is the way he wants to go out with Tom Brady and a great chance of winning a Super Bowl. So the impact news of Richard Sherman, I mean, we know the story with the Buccaneers, all the injuries in his secondary, whether it's Sean Murphy bunting with an elbow or Jamel Dean with a knee uh, or Carlton Davis uh, with an abdomen uh, situation in his ribs. So they needed some cornerback help there. I think they did, Pritch. I think this move makes a lot of sense. I think it was one year for like 2.5 million. They've been decimated with their cornerbacks here. So bringing a guy like Sherman, uh, a veteran, obviously Brady had a lot of battles, the Patriots and the Seahawks throughout the years. I think it makes a ton of sense. We'll see if he's able to play this Sunday night, Pritch. That's a pretty short, quick mm -hmm. turnaround who, you know, if you're not in football shape, I think it's a lot to ask a player. Uh, but a lot of injuries. Antonio Brown, he could play for this game on Sunday night, uh, coming off the COVID list. JPP is still questionable. A lot of injuries here, Pritch. I'm still looking at this line, and I think definitely early on, Tampa Bay uh, got hit. They opened minus five and a half, kind of a small number there. I think a lot of people thought maybe that was a little short, closer to a six or seven point game. But a lot of pros. So the number one, the public, it's ridiculous on Tom Brady here. It's Belichick or Brady, Pritch. Ninety-five percent of the of uh, the betting public is on Brady here to roll in this spot. Uh, but a lot of that early money on Bucks minus five and a half, all the way up to six and a half. Now I'm seeing a lot of sevens right now, Pritch. This is, this is what I was waiting for. Someone told me a long time ago, bet. Uh, bet favorites early, dogs late. If you kind of follow that mantra, it's not going to win every time, but bucks early, anything five and a half, six, six and a half, even if you like it before the key number seven. But Pritch, when I see betting splits, and this is going to be, we talked about Sunday night football, Monday night, Thursday night being the most heavily bet games of the week. Mm -hmm. This is going to shatter records. I'll venture to say there should be a prop bet. Will this be the most heavily bet game outside of a Super Bowl? I think it might. National attention, New England attention, Brady and Belichick head to head, Brady coming back to Foxborough. Pritch, when I see 95% of tickets on the Bucks here, I gotta go. I gotta go. Patriots plus seven. <laughs> buy low at home. I mean, seriously, are you? Gonna you got to, or, or you certainly I, want to. <laughs> I, I have to. Do okay. I want to? It's gonna be, Pritch. It's gonna be tough for me when I see Brady going up and down the field. I don't know how my body and my brain is gonna react. I'm gonna be like, oh, nice, go Brady. I'm gonna be like, no, I want the Patriots to win. It's gonna be. I don't even know how I'll react. I think we got to see it once once it takes right. place, Pritch. But. Again, five and a half up to seven. If you're laying the, the seven now, you're late to the party. To me, all value is buying low on New England with the ultimate hazmat play, plus seven at home. Yeah, they're stacking Hall of Famers, too. I mean, and, uh, you know, you think about Richard Sherman, the forgotten Hall of Famer, Gronk. Everybody's talking about Brady, but I think Gronk makes the difference. I don't know if Tampa Bay wins that Super Bowl uh, last year without Gronk. I totally agree with the Pritch. I and mean, you look at Gronk, that year off, I think, really benefited him. He was in a bad place. There was a press conference he did. Uh, at the end of his career in New England, where he was crying, saying right. about how football got him down and his body was breaking down. He takes a year off. He's down in Tampa. The weather's a little bit better down there, Pritch. He can do all his TB12, you know, uh, pliability exercises and stuff like that. But you've really seen Gronk. He just looks more athletic. I don't know if he's as big and strong, as tough as, you know, the Gronk when he first entered the league. Mm -hmm. I think he might be a smarter, more pliable, you know, more elastic, just athletic. His burst looks back to when uh, when he was a, a young player here. So I'm with you, Pritch. Yep. And just that that uh, Brady to, to, to Gronk, you know, they know where exactly where each other are, kind of that Jordan to Pippen type mm -hmm. situation. 
So yeah, Pritch, I can't wait. Sunday night, get ready. Uh, the earth's going to stand still. In <laughs> I think it is. The football world cannot wait. Uh, cannot wait any longer either to welcome in our guest, uh, Adam Burke. Uh, he's in studio with us right now. Uh, he is a sports betting analyst here at VSIN. You can follow him on Twitter, too, at Skating Tripods. Adam, how are you? I'm good, Pritch. Josh, how's it going today, man? Oh, it's doing great. And Tate, I hope you know, Adam, it's Burke Day. Wednesdays are Burke Day, so <laughs> let's, right. let's get after it today. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. No pressure at all. No, none whatsoever. Yeah, okay, it's look, all good. Yeah, we're looking forward to your appearance here. Uh, so you wrote up uh, a great uh, article, uh, vcin.com. Highly recommend people subscribe to vcin.com, first of all. Uh, but you talked about survivor strategy because we have survivor pools uh, and certainly out here, very popular in Vegas. Uh, half the field is out. But now we're getting to a point where I wonder, do people go against the grain with survivor picks or do you kind of go with the conventional picks now? Yeah, I think it's a really good question for this week, Pritch. And you can read about this in our Point Spread Weekly Digital Magazine over at vsin.com, or you can read it on the website if you are a subscriber. But look, you have a situation this week with the Buffalo Bills. They are a 16-and-a-half-point favorite against the Houston Texans. And it's the obvious play to make. I mean, it is probably the most obvious play that you will see throughout the course of this season in the NFL. The question is, do you want to save the Buffalo Bills? Do you want to use them down the line for maybe a spot where there aren't as many options? Looking at week nine, for example, maybe the Colts over the Jets on Thursday night football, maybe Miami over Houston, but Buffalo plays at Jacksonville that week. Buffalo would be a good pick in week nine. Buffalo would also be a good pick in week 10, where in week 10, the Bears, Bengals, Giants, and Texans are all on their bye weeks. Those are all teams that you would want to go against in a survivor context. So to me, I... I see that the bills are the obvious choice from a spread standpoint, but I think there are chances to use them down the line. That could be a little bit more effective for you. Mm -hmm. So maybe this week you look at a team like Cincinnati, maybe this week you look at a team like green Bay, something like that. It's a really good question. That's garnered a lot of debate out there in social media circles. And it's something that I'll be really interested to see what the pick counts look like when we get to the weekend. Adam, I'm right there with you. And I think you get into this conversation a lot about in terms of hedging. Like if you have a, a great spot, whether you can hedge or let it ride. I think in Survivor, it's the same thing. Do you want to just survive in advance, use all your good teams there just to, you know, to live to see the next week? Or do you want to be a little selective and maybe, you know, save teams for later? I'm kind of the opinion of, you know, hey, I got to win this week to even uh, give me an opportunity to play down the road. And I also think when you're betting Survivor, you know, look at these point spreads. Like I, I'm with you, Adam, the Buffalo Bills here. You could say you could keep them for later, but look at these spreads. You know, I, I'm, I'm in a pool here in Yahoo where it gives me the percentage breakdown of all the Survivor plays. And you have pretty much Buffalo, Tennessee, both at, at around 31% in terms of selections. But one spread is seven and a half with Tennessee, the other 17 with Buffalo. So you can use kind of a little bit of that deductive reasoning there uh, looking toward Buffalo. But I want to ask you about Cincinnati. I think if you're playing Survivor, that could be worth a look. In my league here, only about 15% of Survivor players are betting Cincinnati. And we know, Adam, you know, a lot of these uh, these Thursday night games, it's a big advantage to the home team. They open like six and a half at some shops, seven. Now they're up to seven and a half. What do you think? If we can put, put aside Buffalo, who would be the next uh, best Survivor player for you? Would it be Cincinnati tomorrow night? Yeah, I think Cincinnati makes some sense because also there's a certain level of equity in taking bad teams or below average teams when you get a favorable spot for them. If you take a team like Cincinnati this week, Pritch, it leaves somebody else for you down the line. You know, it, it's kind of the same theory as what we saw last week with Carolina, where a lot of people were on Carolina who may end up being a really good team this year. I don't know, but they look like kind of an average middle of the road type of team, but you got a great spot to take them against the Texans. You've got a similar spot here with Cincinnati where 
they're, you know, probably a below average type of team, but again, same angle, rookie quarterback, rookie head coach on Thursday night, Jacksonville obviously looks pretty bad. A lot of turnovers for the Jaguars so far, Cincinnati coming off of a big win. You can just, you can certainly justify taking mm-hmm. Cincinnati here on Thursday night, crossing off a team that you probably aren't going to use at any other point during the course of the season. So I think it's a really good discussion. And, and as Josh yeah. said, look, you're going for one and oh, but also you're going for as many one and oh weeks as you can possibly put together. So that's kind of where the game theory element comes into play. I know. At what point do you kind of not go along with what everybody else or anticipate what everybody else is going to do? Because I looked up the biggest upsets uh, in the National Football League since 1995. There's a lot <laughs> over here. Uh, there's too many uh, to make you uncomfortable, I think, just by siding uh, with the, the large favorite here. I mean, uh, the strategy is intense, I think, at this point. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, look, the reality is Buffalo's probably not losing this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they're up in the 90 to 95% range to win this game outright. Right. And obviously they should. And, you know, if you take a team like a Cincinnati, as Josh was alluding to, you know, at seven and a half, that's kind of a different animal. That's kind of more of a 70, 72% range type mm-hmm. of game. So, yeah, you are hurting yourself for this week. Are you setting up better opportunities for the future? That's kind of the question, and that's the question that Survivor players will have to answer this week, especially those that only have one entry. If you have multiple entries, you can do a variety of different things here, but if you're one and done, then probably that dictates you know who you take and that's probably taking Buffalo and making sure you make it to week five yeah that's, that's why they call it survivor for a reason right there uh, indeed helps find great hires fast indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing screening and hiring high quality people visit indeed.com slash credit you know Josh we got Adam Burke we're going to keep him here in studio because I think he's going to give us some picks uh, some plays uh, for this weekend college football and national football league that's coming up next At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, 
those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on vSEN, the sports betting network. Football season is here, and it's time to download BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip. Have your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada, please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. And so does Adam Burke, uh, vSIN contributor, also Point Spread Weekly. Uh, outstanding articles on vSIN.com for sure. Uh, Adam Burke is a sports betting analyst here at vSIN. So, Adam, some picks from you. Uh, let's start with the uh, Colts and the Dolphins. What do you like about this game? Yeah, you know, this is one where I actually looked at Indianapolis as a teaser candidate. I think they make a lot of sense in that regard. You've got a low total. You've got a spread of two. You could take them up through the key numbers of three and seven. But the more I started thinking about it, and I do have the Colts in a teaser this week, the more I started thinking about it, Pritch, I thought, you know what? I kind of like the Colts plus the points and sort of like them on the money line a little bit here as well. Kind of a 70-30 split between taking the plus two and also playing that money line price in the plus 110 range. Look, Miami's defense is solid. I mean, you know, they had to pick six off a car last week. Miami's got a pretty good defense. We saw that last Mm -hmm. year. Their offense is really bad. I mean, they're 31st in the league in yards per play. They're better than only the Bears, who the Bears had, what, 46 yards, I think, against the Browns over the weekend. So this Miami offense is not very good. They had one trip into the red zone against the Raiders. It was that last drive that tied the game in regulation, 4.2 yards per play, and they had 49 pass attempts in that game. So this is a Dolphins offense that cannot be explosive, cannot really stretch the field. And the Colts have certainly had their struggles as well. But you look for context clues in the number. And this line suggests this game is virtually a pick on a neutral field with how bad the Colts have looked here so far with the injuries to Carson Wentz. It kind of looks to me like based on reading the market, reading the line for this game, that the Colts are probably the right side in this one. So I do like them plus the two, like them in a teaser, and I'll sprinkle the money line a little bit as well. Adam, I'd love to get your take on the Monday Night Football matchup, the Raiders going to the Chargers. So two really good teams here, kind of maybe surprises here with the the Chiefs and the, the you know the basement 
of that AFC West and these two teams, you know, fighting with the Broncos for the top spot, but really heavily bet spot here. You know, I think it's kind of a buy low sell high. I'd be looking to the Raiders here, you know, the chargers coming off that huge win against KC. Maybe we're overvaluing them a bit after that big win. Whereas the Raiders are three and oh, but they did not cover last week against the dolphins. This reminds me a lot of that Cowboys game against the chargers a few weeks ago, Adam, where uh, it was kind of like chargers minus three up to three and a half. You grab the hook there with the Cowboys. It comes back down. Cowboys end up winning outright. Now, I don't know if the Vegas Raiders are going to win outright, but I have a lot of matches here with the Raiders. These short uh, road dogs plus six or less. Divisional dogs, uh, all these matches with the Raiders. I'd be looking at grabbing the hook three and a half right now. It looks juice-wise like it may go down to three. Uh, any take on the spread? And I, I do think you may have a play on the total here, Adam. It's 52 and a half. No, no take on the spread, but I will say this, Josh. If you do like the Raiders in this spot plus the three and a half, you have to be expecting a high-scoring game. I mean, there's kind of a correlation here where if you like the Raiders, you expect a lot of points in this game because the Raiders, while defensively they've played well so far here this year, look, they just played Miami. As I mentioned, I think Miami's offense is awful. They just played the Steelers. Pittsburgh's offense looks really, really mm -hmm. bad. So I think the Oakland, or the, excuse me, the Las Vegas defense is actually a little bit overhyped based on their statistical profile because of who they've played. This week they play the Chargers. Very good team, very pass-happy team. Both of these teams, in fact, very pass-happy. Primetime overs are 8-1, and one, as we know. I think it goes to 8-2 and because I think tomorrow night's game stays under. But we get a lot of scoring in these Sunday and Monday night games for a lot of different reasons. Usually you've got good offensive teams in them. You've got two good offensive teams here, two offensive teams that throw the ball around a lot. Chargers defense has not played particularly well here so far. And I don't think the Raiders defense is as good as its statistical profile looks right now. So I think over 52 and a half is the play here. And as I said, if you like the Raiders, I think you expect a high scoring game in this one. So maybe Josh, you thinking there's a lot of points in this one. I, well, I love your trend definitely to the eight and one to the over again, that worries me a little bit only because these primetime spots, you know, typically the public just hammers the over anyway. So I don't know. I think at some point we're going to see some regression. My, my concern is if these primetime overs keep hitting, which another one is Tampa Bay, New England, we know Tampa Bay can put up a lot of points. The Patriots are average, averaging like 17 points a game. So I don't know if that'll go over the 49 and a half on Sunday night, but my concern is just in these primetime spots if the over keeps hitting, then the odds makers are going to be forced to shade these lines and plate these lines a little bit to the over, but I I'm with you, Adam. I think that over could be worth a look. Uh, and again, I'm looking at the Raiders there three and a half thinking this thing may go down to the key number three. We have Adam Burke in studio with us on Betting Across America, VEASAN Sports betting analyst. Uh, follow him on Twitter, by the way, at Skating Tripod. So, Adam, any correlation between um, new coaches, new head coaches, first-time head coaches, quarterbacks? Because you mentioned Big Ben, the offensive struggles. I was doing some tape study, some watching some games and doing some study, and there's a lot of glaring uh, uh, mistakes going on right now that shouldn't be happening. Uh, Buffalo, they corrected themselves because they have continuity. Uh, and then you look at Miami. They can't decide on who's the offense coordinator out there. So you have these ebbs and flows with quarterbacks, personnel, and coaches. Any correlation that you've noticed? No, not really. I guess the one thing I would say is when you look at both Pittsburgh and Miami, a lot of throws along the line of scrimmage, mm -hmm. You know, a lot of short passing stuff, whereas Buffalo can take the passing game vertical. Right. I think if you're able to create explosive plays in the passing game like Buffalo is, you can fix your offense. If you're not able to use any deep threats, if you don't have the arm talent to do it, or the wide receivers to create separation, then I think it's really hard to kind of fix those offensive issues. And look, some of it is just play design. Mm -hmm. I mean, you watch Miami, what are they doing with Jalen Waddle? <laughs> I, I mean, Jalen Waddle has <laughs> burner speed, right. and they're not using it at all whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So that's maybe more schematic than anything else. But yeah, I mean, I kind of look for that. I look for teams that can kind of stretch the field a little bit, create some of those explosive plays that kind of get a little bit of momentum rolling, as opposed to letting the defense crowd the line of scrimmage and just you know keep everything in front of them. 
Adam, I want to transition over to college football and throw, uh, just give you the floor, give you the platform here with situational spots. I think it's really important. You hear a lot of this talk when it comes to college basketball in terms of look-ahead spots or sandwich games or different stuff like that. Uh, I'll, I'll let you hit on it, but then I also want to mention Western Kentucky, Michigan State. Uh, you listed this game here. I want to get your thoughts. Michigan State 4-0. This one was lopsided games of the weekend. Almost 9 out of 10 bets on Michigan State. A lot of books open like 8.5, 9. It's all the way up to 11 at some shops. The funny thing here is Western Kentucky, they're 3-0 ATS. They've been covering as dogs. So situational spots, Adam, and then any thoughts on maybe buying low on Western Kentucky uh, plus 11 here? Yeah, the thing about situational spots, and I wrote about this also for the Point Spread Weekly Digital Magazine, and again, I encourage everyone to check that out. These are not sole justifications for a play. They're just part of the handicapping process, something for you to consider a little bit here. And my thought along these lines with Western Kentucky and Michigan State is Michigan State just played Nebraska. They just played a conference game, one that they probably should have lost. They had a game-tying punt return touchdown in the fourth quarter. Uh, They had chances to cover the number in overtime. They weren't able to do it. But I thought Michigan State was... Probably should have lost that game against Nebraska there. Now they take on Western Kentucky. And if you're the coaching staff for Michigan State, and Pritch, maybe you can speak to this, non-conference game, Mm -hmm. kind of an unconventional offense that loves to throw it around the yard, how much are you game planning for this Western Kentucky team? How much are you putting in there in the playbook to try and stop this pass attack when you know that right after this you just go back into Big Ten Conference play? So I feel like maybe the Spartans could be a little bit ill-prepared for this Western Kentucky passing attack, which lends itself toward an over in the game because Michigan State actually has moved the football very well this season. Yeah, it does happen from time to time. Coaches feel like, okay, we got better players, better athletes on the field than our opponent. Uh, Let's condense the playbook, if you will. But then uh, some coaches, and I think this is where you have to dive into Mel Tucker and others, uh, they'll take it as, okay, this is a game for us to help us get ready for Big Ten. Maybe we'll experiment a little bit more. So it can go either way. I've seen it go uh, either way in in these cases. And Mel Tucker, too, a guy that primarily has worked with defensive backs throughout his career. So maybe this is a point of pride type of game for him. Mm -hmm. That's something I didn't think about, and I appreciate you bringing that up. Sure, sure. I want to get to uh, Mississippi and Bama real quick because that line's come down. Uh, I think I'm maybe underestimating Matt Corral because I don't know this number came down. He's a Heisman Trophy candidate, right? And, And so with that in mind, I'm seeing some upset alert chatter I don't know if that's going to happen yeah I don't know either I mean I think what a lot of people are sort of referring back to is this game from last year 63 Mm -hmm. to 48 it was I believe a 48 48 game before Alabama kind of polished things off in the fourth quarter there look Matt Corral's great Lane Kiffin he, he lives for this game right I mean Lane Kiffin eats sleeps and drinks this game so you know he'll be prepared and he also knows that Look, I mean, you can't stop Alabama. You mm-hmm. keep up with Alabama, hope you win the turnover battle, and that's kind of how things play out for you. So I understand why this line's come down because I think there are concerns about Alabama's defense and their ability to slow down the Ole Miss offense. My concern here is Ole Miss really hasn't played anybody yet. Right. At least Alabama's played Florida. Miami doesn't look any good, but at least Miami has talented athletes out there on the field. So at least Alabama's kind of been exposed to something. Uh, Ole Miss really hasn't. But fascinating game, fascinating line move. And, of course, I don't know if the sportsbook has written an under ticket on this game yet. I was just going to ask you, Adam, and I know we got to get out of here in a second, but I score 100, 111 points combined <laughs> last time they played. This total ISO opener is like 74 and a half. It's all up to 80. Could you still play the over 80 at this point, or out of principle would you say it moved too much and I can't touch it now? No, I mean, at this point, look, you kind of missed the boat. I know we talked about that. You got better early in the week if you like overs because those things are probably going to move up, especially in a marquee matchup like this. I don't. I think the bigger question is: Does anybody have the stones to play back on the under for this one when this line peaks going into kickoff? Great job, Adam. 
Appreciate it. Adam great to Burke. be here. Absolutely. Great to have you. Adam Burke, uh, VSIN Sports Betting Analyst. Follow him uh, on Twitter at Skating Tripods. We're going to get to some player awards, the MVP uh, odds. Those are dropped uh, some changes. We're going to get to those coming up next. Sins Point Spread Weekly is out now, and in this edition, we break down Tom Brady's return to New England and his face-off with Bill Belichick. Matt Humans focuses on Lane Kiffin's showdown with uh, Nick Saban. Brady Cannon uh, talks about the Week Four contest plays as well, and Adam Burke, who's just in the studio, breaks down situational spots that have the maximum value. These stories and more are in this week's edition of Point Spread Weekly. Download it today or go to vcin.com slash subscribe for more information. That's vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And so, Josh, the MVP, a market has changed. We had a new favorite, um, Kyler Murray, plus 700. Uh, preseason, he was 25 to 1, now plus 700. Patrick Mahomes, uh, plus 800. Uh, preseason, he was plus 600. Matthew Stafford, big move here, 20 to 1, now plus 800 uh, here for MVP. Tom Brady, your guy, uh, was 14 to 1, plus 800 right now. So, some movement here uh, with the MVP market. Yeah, tons of movement here, Pritch. It's always interesting to see how these moves uh, change after each game and each performance. So obviously, mm-hmm. obviously the big one is Kyler Murray going to uh, the favorite spot here, Pritch. Team's 3-0, and been a big surprise. Now, if you look at Murray's QB rating, uh, 113.4. So this is the highest of his career thus far. He was 87 his rookie year, 94 last year. And he's got to cut down his interceptions a little bit, Pritch. He's got four picks through three games. But I think he's just showing respect for a really electric, exciting player that the market I think is taking in a big handle for. So you look at the numbers here, uh, you're looking almost 16, 17% mm-hmm. of the uh, majority of money on Kyler Murray telling you these bigger wages are in his favor. Uh, Pritch, one that really jumped out to me though, uh, the other one was was Justin Herbert. You know, he was 22 to one uh, and now he is 11 to one. So that's another big jump. He, he's still only getting around 4% of bets uh, in dollars here. Uh, you know, I'm beating a dead horse, but Tom Brady, I think the thing with Brady that I keep looking at, and I know I'm a Brady guy, so I don't want you know, to walk myself into a confirmation bias situation. But every time I look at Brady's numbers, again, uh, he was plus 1,400, now now plus 800, so the line is moving in his favor. But here's the thing, only getting 8% of tickets, he's not the most popular bet for MVP, mm-hmm. Pritch. You know, you do have Josh Allen, Stafford, and Kyler Murray getting a bigger share of the tickets, but Brady accounts for 14.5% of the money. So looking for that, you know, bet first dollar discrepancy, the biggest uh, gap here would be Brady in terms of bigger money in his favor, even though it's a smaller amount of tickets. So that that definitely jumped out to me. And then I also question Pritch, should we buy low on Patrick Mahomes now? You know, he was plus 600. Now he's plus 800. You know, you're, that's kind of that team USA mentality of they struggle and can you buy low on uh, buy low on them at a better number before thinking it may improve a little bit. Uh, but it's hard to argue with what Murray's done so far. I'm still taking Brady. I think he's going to uh, put up a, a, some great numbers this year with his best supporting cast since the 07 Pats. But what do you think, Pritch? You you cashed me a bet last year on Aaron Rodgers MVP. <laughs> so tell me where to go this year. Well, it gets interesting because I don't know if MVP is about stats. I think it's more about impact. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers, the impact that he was making on that organization last year, I mean, it was scorched earth for him. Uh, and, and what he was able to accomplish along with the stats. But uh, I think impact. So I think about Brady, 
what's left for him from an impact standpoint? The guy went to Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl. He's going to break the record, the passing record, up in New England. But I, I don't know how he tops himself uh, in terms of impact. You look at Kyler Murray and Matthew Stafford. Oh, by the way, they're playing uh, this weekend. Uh, the impact of th- both of those players, it, it leads me to think that they could win or certainly they'll have that consideration uh, from an impact standpoint uh, for the voters on MVP. Yeah, I think it's a great point by you, Pritz. And also with Murray, are you going to play him at 7-1 to one when you could have got him 25-1? to one? Again, mm-hmm. he could win and you say, wow, why didn't I just play that number? But we're always trying to look for value. And I feel like if you miss the boat on a pick, uh, don't force it just because he looks good now. Remember, Russell Wilson looked great for the first right. you know, half of the season last year. Like he was going to run away with it. What happened? He tapered off. Rodgers, you know, comes and catches him. Uh, so that's something you got to keep an eye out for. Now, Stafford, to me, is intriguing because, Pritch, what if the Rams are for real? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're 3-0. and They look really good. What if they put up a 14-win season and Stafford has one of the best statistical years of his life? I think that's going to be another public narrative. And with the voters saying, you know, this guy toiled in Detroit forever. He played hurt. Uh, he he didn't complain. Now he he's got his shot here. Like it's his moment in time for Stafford to shine. So I could see Stafford, you know, twenty to one now to eight to one. That would be another example of not getting the best of the number. But he's getting thirteen percent of the tickets, twelve yep. percent of the money. I would say though, Pritch, for this game upcoming here, and uh, it's ironic how these two quarterbacks are now playing each other, <laughs> Stafford and Murray. But I'd be looking at the Cardinals. You know, a lot of these books open uh, this shop. Uh, most shops around like Rams, like minus six. Uh, they're all the way down to minus five. I think this thing gets down to four and a half. You do see a lot of books already to four and a half. I think maybe we're we're underselling the Cardinals and what this team may be. And I I admit I I'm not a huge believer in the Cardinals, uh, but also the Rams. You know, beating you know Tom Brady and the Bucks at home off a big win. I never like to play a a team after a huge win just because they become a little bit overvalued. So yeah. that'll be that short road dog system, divisional dog system. I think if you can still find a five or a four and a half, that thing may get down to four. Uh, I'd be looking at Kyler Murray and the points here with the Cardinals in this matchup. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the fact that you had some comments, too, about the Rams uh, playing up and, and certainly wanting, that was one of their goals, wanting to beat Tampa Bay and uh, not suggesting that there could be a letdown, but are they going to get up for this next game against the Cardinals like they got up for the Buccaneers? Yeah, again, that's another thing we got to look at. And we always look at in college where, uh, you know, you're a younger athlete, you're a student athlete, you can be susceptible to, mm-hmm. you know, big win and big man on campus. Everyone's telling <laughs> you you're awesome, Pritch. You know, you, kind of the headlines go to your head. Uh, sometimes that can be a letdown type spot or a look at or all these sandwich type situations. But to me, it, it's what is the market telling you? Right. Everyone's betting the Rams off to, after that huge win. Uh, and again, they're six down to five, down to four and a half lines going to the Cardinals. To me, this is a, a dog opportunity with, uh, again, neutral site. It's a three-point game probably, so I'll take the points with the Cardinals here. Yep, and then impacting the MVP race too. I mean, these odds will probably change depending on the outcome. Kyler Murray, uh, Matthew Stafford going head-to-head. And why I said impact before was because I won the MVP for my football team that won a national championship, and we had a Heisman Trophy finalist on the on our roster, a Buckus Award, award winner. Uh, but yet I was told that it was because of my impact uh, more so than stats. So uh, for me, looking at the MVP, it's all about that impact and, and that mark that particular player can make Uh, getting to the offensive rookie of the year. uh, Speaking of impact or lack thereof with rookie quarterbacks. uh, This is interesting because Mac Jones, he's still the favorite at plus 425 uh, for NFL offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. So Pritch, I think the biggest thing I go to here is just the the quarterback play of these rookie quarterbacks, one in 10 straight up one in 10 ATS. We joked that the only win, it had to be a win when 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 Mac Jones was playing Zach Wilson there uh, in week two. So to me, I think Jones is, is kind of just a placeholder here. I'm thinking if we see this trend continue with these rookie quarterbacks struggling, 
Pritch, I'll get your take here, but I'm looking at Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. plus 450. This is a guy that over the summer we were worried about because he was dropping a lot of passes. But you look at the numbers he's putting up. Pritch, he's got four touchdowns through three games. He's looking pretty good. He's got 11 catches, 220 receiving yards. If Joe Burrow can stay healthy, and this was, remember, this was his guy at LSU. Right. I think they got a great connection here. I love that pass down the left sideline, Pritch, where he just you know puts his hands out and just drops right in the bucket. I think this guy could put up uh, great numbers. And if we think these rookie quarterbacks, we got to imagine that maybe they'll get a little bit better with more experience. But let's just say it's a, it's a tough rookie quarterback year. Typically, it's the rookie quarterbacks that win this award. But if they struggle, I'd be looking at Jamar Chase. Again, if Burrow stays healthy, this guy could be close to 100 catches, you know, 1,200 yards, you know, 12 touchdowns. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Pritch? Should we buy low on Jamar Chase right now, plus 450? No, I like it. Like I said earlier, when Adam Burke was in studio, I'm kind of just re-watching the games and and actually studying the game, uh, Josh. And Jamar Chase and Burrow, they had that relationship back in college, and it continues because of the trust that Burrow has for him right now, that pass that you talked about. Uh, he took five steps and just launched that football, uh, anticipating Chase was going to be there, and he runs behind a defender for the Steelers. So uh, that trust is evident. They're going to be in a showcase situation uh, on Thursday night football against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So uh, right now you look at Jamar Chase plus 450, uh, maybe a chance to grab that uh, right now right because of, of the situation with all the rookie quarterbacks. Najee Harris is another player uh, that just looks great. Uh, where his team does not look so great, right? But as a rookie, 11-1, that's intriguing to me too. I think so too, Pritch. And again, I know we're up against it, but I just want to mention this game, Jacksonville and Cincinnati coming mm-hmm. up tomorrow. We'll do tomorrow's show, see how this line's moving. But uh, it's a big public play to Cincinnati. It looks like it may not just be public, but some respected money. You got some six and a half, seven openers, now up to seven and a half. Pritch, now my play here would be betting against this rookie quarterback. Do I want to lay the seven half with Cincinnati in a primetime spot where I'm with the public? Not really, but I think in what Adams hit on, uh, done a great job in the Visa newsletter is a teaser opportunity. I think Cincinnati is one of the best teaser spots this week. You can take the seven and a half down to the one and a half, go through the seven, go through the, the three. And I'll also be looking to pair that uh, with maybe the New Orleans Saints here, Pritch. They're at home against the G-Men. Uh, they're at that same number, seven and a half. You could take them to one and a half. Uh, Joe Judge today, did you notice he said he hates analytics, Pritch? And he said, <laughs> if analytics work, then why isn't, uh, you know, Warren Buffett or, or Bill Gates an NFL coach? So I don't know what Joe Judge is he's up to. He's burning out, Josh. He's burning out. He's burning out. out in front of our eyes, I think, Pritch. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, in my ears, I think my ears might be mistaken here. Like, you're talking about teasers. I'm talking teasers, Pritch, but here's the thing. Only through these key okay. numbers again. Yeah, that, that's the one caveat here. So, you know, like uh, that Dos Equis, you know, I'm the most interesting guy. I don't always mm-hmm. drink Dos Equis but when I or drink beer, but when I do, it's Dos Equis. Right. I don't always bet teasers, Pritch, but when I do, I got to go through multiple key numbers, the, the seven and the three. So that, that's my take with teasers. Hey, teasers have been profitable. I mean, I'm not going to shy away from those guys. I mean, some lottery tickets out there that we've seen too, uh, big time right there. Great job right there on those uh, situations, Josh. Uh, market insights. We're going to continue with market insights too, because the market insight podcast that you do is extraordinary. Uh, But I want to get your thoughts uh, on some other games as we approach the weekend. That's coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Get your payout before the At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the sports betting network. Get your payout before the game's out with BetMGM. Place a money line wager on any Thursday night football game, and if your team is up by 10 or more points at halftime, you'll win. It's a full payout for only half the game, no matter what happens the rest of the way. Simply go to your BetMGM account and opt in each week to the Thursday night halftime payout promotion. Want to keep things rolling? Try BetMGM's extensive live betting options in the third quarter or use your winnings to place a one-game parlay on Sunday. If you're new to BetMGM, download the app and see how you can turn halftime into cash time. Make a money line bet on Thursday night, and if your team is up by 10 or more, you'll win at the half. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Opt-in is required. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 Please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or Pennsylvania. 
Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And so, Josh, we get to the point of the show and the point of the season, really, uh, when opportunities uh, appear. And so maybe NFL teams that are undefeated right now, a chance to potentially fade these teams. So let's go over uh, the situations. Uh, odds to make the playoffs with the Panthers, plus 115. Odds to miss the playoffs, minus 140. So I've seen some chatter. You know, people aren't buying into the Carolina Panthers at this point. Yeah, I think that's really a surprise here, Pritch. You know, the funny thing is they're 3-0, and yet the favorite here is them to miss the playoffs, mm-hmm. minus 140. So it's almost like I keep going back to the San Francisco Giants where all year we're like, oh, you're a nice little story, Giants, but, you know, mm-hmm. when, the, when the big bad Dodgers come your way, you're going to fold. Well, they haven't. So if you believe in the Panthers, I totally get it. You know, you're getting plus money here, but it just goes to show you odds makers are probably uh, less bullish on the Panthers than maybe the betting than maybe uh, the betting public is. You know, with the Panthers, Pritch, you know, I was surprised – the Jags, you draft uh, Henderson up high, that cornerback, then you trade him to the Panthers. You know, J.C. Horn got hurt. Uh, you know, a lot of these injuries with, with McCaffrey, we'll see how that develops. Now, one thing I wanted to mention here, Pritch, uh, with that game against the Dallas Cowboys, what's really interesting to me is that's a huge rest advantage. Cowboys off the Monday night. We talked about this earlier, Carolina off the Thursday night. That is a huge, huge, huge mm-hmm. rest first tired advantage, game plan advantage for Carolina. And I, I really liked that play at the beginning when Carolina was plus four and a half. They got up to like five or even five and a half. I'm like, ooh, this isn't good. A lot of Cowboy money is coming through. But if people have noticed today, that line went back down to five or four and a half toward Carolina. So maybe grabbing the points there with that big advantage in terms of rest could be worth a look. Uh, Pritch, I'll defer to you in terms of your take there. You know, the one that just jumped out to me would be the Broncos. You know, they're 3-0, and and I think they may be legit. I don't think uh, Teddy Two Gloves is going to lose you many games here. You got a great defense, a good roster. You want to lay a minus 190 to make the playoffs. I think they do squeak in, you know, as maybe a wild card spot here, Pritch. Is that number too high for you, though? And then also, Pritch, let me ask you. I, I like the Broncos here this weekend against uh, Baltimore. Everyone's on Baltimore, yet the Broncos remain like minus one at home. That looks fishy to me. Right. I'd be looking at the Broncos here. And what's your outlook, Pritch? Is, is, this a, is this a playoff team here? Well, you know, the Broncos, I think they are. Uh, before the season started, we – my opinion anyway, was that fact that the Broncos had a playoff roster. They just didn't have a playoff quarterback. And uh, Steady Teddy has been all of that. Steady Teddy, high percentage uh, in terms of completion. Uh, he's not making a lot of mistakes. And then also they trust him. Uh, and, and they can run the football. I think that's so key. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, very interesting to me on this list because they're minus 105 odds to make the playoffs. Have you looked at their schedule? I mean, Justin Fields is after... Uh, this game against the Chargers. You cannot overlook the Chargers, which I don't think the Raiders are going to do. But if they get past the Chargers, I mean, you're looking at 5-0 and uh, to start the season right there for the Raiders, and that number could drastically change. I mean, minus 105 right now, odds to make the playoffs. Yeah, I think it's a great point by you, Pritch. And again, what are the odds makers saying? It's pretty much a coin flip. It's not like one yeah. of these situations where we think Carolina's good. Maybe not everyone does, but yet the odds makers say, actually, they're a, they're a favorite to miss the playoffs. Mm-hmm. With the Raiders, it's literally a coin flip. You know, slight, slight. 10 per, you know, 10 cent juice here, a little higher to the miss. But I'm with you, Pritch. You know, the Raiders, to me, they, they seem to start hot. They tail off at the end. Is this right. a year where they finally keep it going? You know, you have the uh, that home field advantage now with the Legion Stadium with fans back in the stands. You have a really good uh, offense. I think Carr's going to keep you in a lot of these games. The question is the defense, and can they sustain it? But I'm with you, Pritch. You know, if they can if they can squeak by, uh, and mm-hmm. I'm on the, the plus three and a half here, if they lose by three, I'm okay with that. But, you know, for this, uh, for all intents and purposes, uh, that could be a coin flip spot. And if they can really start to feast on these rookie QBs, you know, they, they could approach 10 wins this year. Yeah, to note, six and four, two years ago, to start the season, collapse. Six and three, uh, last year, collapse. So uh, that's something that could be in front of the Raiders. And then also Carolina, 
uh, Christian McCaffrey. I don't think the Carolina Panthers put him on short-term IR, uh, so maybe he returns sooner than later. Uh, but we got to get to some picks, uh, some plays that you might have on the schedule today. Yeah, strap up, strap in. This is okay. lightning round. This is my favorite parts of the show. Other than Friday when we run the board, this mm-hmm. is when I just stream of consciousness. I'm just going to throw it all at you here, Pritch. So uh, one game to look out for on Friday night, Maryland, the Terrapins. This is a great matchup against Iowa. This one caught my eye because Iowa is a very, very popular bet on Friday night. Uh, both teams are undefeated. I think both teams are 3-1 and one ATS. Uh, but if you look at Iowa, they're getting three out of four, if not more bets across the market. I think a lot of people are like, how is this line so low on Iowa? However, despite this heavy betting on Iowa, they open minus four on the road. They're down to three and a half, Pritch. And I think uh, if you like Maryland, you may want to grab it now because a lot of the juice here with the Terps is plus three and a half at minus 115. Like it may fall to three. So I'll be looking at uh, Maryland in that spot. Uh, You know, today's baseball slate, Pritch, got a lot of sweats today. Uh, I did take a shot on your Rockies. We're off to a good start there, four to two. That was kind of a late move, almost like a pick them to a small favorite. Uh, But a couple to keep an eye out for. Uh, Number one, um, you're looking at uh, two teams that are red hot. And, and really feel like they never lose here, Pritch. I'm on both of them today. The St. Louis Cardinals, they do it again yesterday. Mm-hmm. There's actually some smart money there toward Milwaukee. They're pushing them to a slight favorite. But this was kind of a pick em game, minus, 10, minus 105. The Cards, uh, they what what do they want now? A million in a row here, Pritch? 17, like 17 straight. in a row? 17. Yeah, they, they, they keep doing it. And I know our, our poor producer, Brent, is a Brewers fan here. But I don't know what is what what's in the water there in St. Louis. But... Uh, a move uh, move over here to Cardinals. I'm going to, I'm going to late with the Cardinals here. Also Seattle at home, Pritch. Uh, they've been red hot as well. They're only a half game back in my Red Sox for the second wild card spot. You open Frankie Montas around minus 120. That line is now down to around Oakland minus 110, even a pick em type price. So I'd be looking at back in the Mariners in that one as well. Uh, sharp moving in an interleague game. The White Sox, they had a big win last night. I'll be riding the White Sox again. They're around minus 155 up to around minus 165. Look at these big favorites in interleague play, minus 150 or more. They're about uh, 60% here so far this year. Uh, another one, a couple more to keep an eye out for. Um, you look at uh, Texas Rangers. I know this is a gross one, Pritch, and you know you wake up on a, on a Wednesday. Can I really bet the Rangers? Uh, I think maybe you should. This is kind of one of those gross games that the public wants nothing to do with, but it was a pick em opener, and now it's minus 122 with the Rangers. So line is moving toward the Rangers in this spot. Uh, a couple other ones, if you're looking at Minnesota and the New York Mets, those are both... Uh, you know, teams that have been eliminated, but have have had big moves here. Uh, the Twins went from around minus 150 to minus 170. Big move in their favor. The Mets are a, a good, fa- big favorite with a low total. Uh, they're at home against Miami. They win the both games yesterday. Mets were like minus 155 up to almost minus 170. And that low total, good for favorites because the fewer amount of expected run scored, Pritch, more likely game theory-wise, betting mm-hmm. theory-wise, that'll come from the better team. So there's just some baseball plays to hit on. But Pritch, one thing before we get out of here, yes. I got to talk some hockey. And I like throwing stuff at people, uh, you know, when they don't expect it. Although I will say the Elks Pritch, just don't even say the word Elks to me because that was <laughs> pathetic last should night. Should they the go CFL. back to Eskimos? I mean, what's going on there? I think they should. We should relegate them to, uh, I don't know, the uh, the Norwegian Football League <laughs> after last night or something. But I just want to say real quick, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Hockey's right around the corner, and I'm, I can't wait to, to sweat hockey with you, Pritch. Right. We got some really good numbers on who will win the Stanley Cup this year. Everyone's betting the Abs, the Islanders, another big team, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. But the Tampa Bay Lightning, I just want to say, like, uh, it's very rare that a team can win three cups in a row. I think a lot of people are like, you just can't do it. It's impossible. I was looking at the records here. There's only been, I think, five teams that have won three cups in a row or more. The Canadians did it twice in, like, the 40s and the 50s. You had the Islanders who won four in a row in the 70s. The Maple Leafs did it a couple times uh, in the 40s and 30s. No one's done it forever, but don't dismiss the Tampa Bay Lightning if you want to place a future on them to win it all because I'm looking at these bet splits, Pritch. Mm-hmm. They're only getting the Tampa Bay Lightning 6% of tickets, 
but it accounts for 25% of the money at BetMGM. That is, for a guy like me that likes low bets, higher dollars, you know, against the public and with those big wagers, you have a lot of money banking on the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, to win it again this year. So I th think it's like, how can you win it again right. three years in a row? There's no way. Don't be so sure. I mean, this is a really good team. They got their big players in check. They had to, you know, trade off a couple guys, mm -hmm. but they still have Vasilevsky and, you know, uh, Kucherov and all these great players. That's a huge discrepancy. Only 6% of bets, but almost 25% of money. What do you think, Pritch? Tampa Bay Lightning. I know you were you weren't expecting hockey today on the show, but that thing jumped out to me with the Lightning. Well, I wouldn't discount it. I mean, if you're keeping your important players in place and on the roster, I mean, continuity is in your favor for sure. Uh, changes in offseason always happens. Uh, we know that. It doesn't matter to sport. Uh, you look at uh, the Avs. They've had significant changes uh, to their roster uh, because I think the pressure is felt, though, with the Avs. The Avs were supposed to win the Cup last year. Same thing with the Knights, and we've seen some uh, big names uh, be escorted out, out of Vegas. I mean, traded away or, or just not even wanted anymore. So you see teams with expectations, higher expectations, making drastic changes, and then Tampa Bay uh, quiet in offseason, keeping their important players. Exactly, Pritch, and I know we're up against it yep. real quick. Any thoughts on Denver? Everybody's on the Ravens here, oh. Pritch. I'm liking Denver on the money line. Maybe you can answer me tomorrow. But I will. I'm going to get some. Out. I'm going right. to get some intel, and I'll answer that question tomorrow. Great job today. Good luck with everything. We'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate it, Pritch. Good luck tonight. Thanks, Josh. Uh, the Edge coming up next, right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.